0: The Boston Bruins were unable to match up with the still undefeated Florida Panthers on Wednesday, losing four to one. My name is Ian McLaren. This is the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. And on today's episode, we're going to dig into this game, what went wrong for the Bruins, and where they stand after this game, heading into Thursday's contest against the Carolina Hurricanes. Let's get into it, shall we? On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. That's right. Our Bruins are now a three and two on the young season after losing four to one to the Florida Panthers last night uh today's episode like i said we'll get right into that but first i want to thank you for making locked on boston bruins your first listen every day we are free and available on all platforms including apple spotify stitcher google play odyssey pocket casts is what i use on my android phone uh we're also on youtube so please do uh subscribe uh give a thumbs up to those videos Uh, all your support really does mean a lot and we are i think tracking to possibly contend for the uh, second highest download month in the history of the podcast, which which is great. Uh, for those of you who may be new, my name is Ian McLaren. I am a uh, former full-time hockey writer for The Score, been writing about hockey for about 16 years. The Joe Thornton trade to San Jose was uh, my first jump into hockey blogging, and uh, yeah, I'm a lifelong Bruins fan. Uh cheering for the black and gold since the Cam Neely work days. And uh here we are talking about a loss to the Florida Panthers, who remain undefeated, a perfect 7-0-0 to begin the season. The Bruins did get off to a good start by opening the scoring with 9:23 to go in the first period. Uh Charlie Coyle. Jumped on a loose puck that was freed up by a brilliant forecheck by Jack Stanica. Uh, Coyle banked one in off the Florida defender. Uh, the Bruins outshot the Panthers 15-5 to in the first period. Uh, we're tracking to, yeah, have a pretty promising start and perhaps an end result. But uh, the Bruins allowed Mason Marchment to score with about 544 left in the opening period to tie things up, uh, heading into the second, uh, head coach, Bruce Cassidy said, you know, shared responsibility on that one. Uh, they didn't eat the puck, didn't come close to, you know, closing off that opportunity, just weren't there to, um, support Linus Olmark. And they didn't get the save that they needed from Olmark on that one either, Uh, They didn't have a whole lot going, Cassidy said, the Panthers, and now they've got life coming out of the first period, and that's a goal that shouldn't have happened, he said. And then from there, the Panthers took control in the second period uh, with a dominant effort. Uh, They really turned the tables on the Bruins by outshooting them 14-2. to They got goals from Etou Lusterinen, uh, then another one from Anthony Duclair, who tucked one just inside the post. past Allmark's Skateblade while falling to the ice. Uh, Bruce Cassidy said they got outplayed a little. It's not like one team dominated. Each had uh, their way in a period. The Bruins dominated in the first. Shot-wise, uh, Sergei Bobrovsky certainly uh, came up big for the Panthers in the first period. Uh, the second, it was all Panthers. And then in the third, the Panthers did what they had to do to put the game away. The Bruins did have a bit of a push, but it came down to a couple plays in each end where they got a save or they finished or uh, vice versa. So, yeah, the story of the game, uh, the Bruins, you know, looking at the underlying numbers in all situations, they had 58 shot attempts compared to 52 for uh, Florida Uh, shots were 31, 27 in favor of the Bruins. They had 33 scoring chances versus 27 for the Panthers. High danger chances were even more lopsided, 15-6. to And when it comes to expected goals, the Bruins had a 3.23 to 3.03 advantage. So pretty even uh, when it comes to expected goals. Uh, The Panthers had a slight advantage at even strength. Uh, And if you recall my conversation the other day with Sheena Goldman, she kind of uh, confirmed that high or sorry, expected goals is kind of the uh, amount of shot attempts you're taking, but also the quality of shot attempts that you're taking high danger attempts. And the Bruins certainly uh, created enough offense to be competitive in this game. Uh, But ultimately the Panthers capitalized on their opportunities. And Sergey Bobrovsky stood tall for the uh, Florida Panthers and allowed them to come away uh, with the win. Now I mentioned it was Jack Zanika who got the assist on Charlie Coyle's goal. Uh, He was bumped up to second line center between Coyle and Taylor Hall uh, as Curtis Lazar returned from injury and went back on the fourth line. Something that I talked about yesterday, how if Stadnica is going to be up on the roster and if they're willing to bump Lazar, or sorry, Coyle over to the wing, then uh, it makes sense to have Stadnica up on uh, the the second or at least the third line in more of a scoring role. Now, Bruce Cassidy, he said Stadnica has had better games than the one he played last night. Not an easy league to win and the Panthers are a really good team. They knew that. Uh, That second line didn't have much going. They scored a goal early, though, because uh, like a lot of Bruins early on, they were playing behind their defense, forcing them to go back, frustrate them, the forward that want to get going. Uh, The second line got rewarded for it, but at the end of the day, they didn't seem to get a lot going. And it was Stadnika, he's just one of the three pieces uh, that didn't uh, really contribute much on the night, according to uh, head coach Bruce Cassidy. That is, I was looking at uh, the numbers this morning in terms of Bruin's stats. It was a little concerning that um, Taylor Hall, for example, only has eight shots through five games. Uh, so that's less than, or yeah, less than two per game, which is a bit concerning. Um, he is tied with Derek Forbort and Mike Riley in shots uh, and yeah, fewer than most of the top forwards on the Bruins. David Pasternak leads with 24. Um, Matt Grizzlick has 14. Marchand Bergeron uh, with 11 apiece. Coyle and DeBrusque with 10. Even Brandon Carlo has 10. Trent Frederick has nine in a fourth line role. Uh, so Taylor Hall, You know, he's got the two goals, the one assist so far. One of the goals was an empty netter against the Sabres. And i really like to see him uh, putting the puck on net with more regularity for sure. Uh, So that's one area of concern that hopefully can be rectified prior to tonight's game against uh, the Carolina Hurricanes. One other note from last night's game uh, that was kind of neat. Uh, Bruins equipment manager Keith Robinson uh, worked his 2000th career game on Wednesday night. He was recognized by the Panthers on the video board during the second period and received a nice uh, hand from the crowd. So, uh, credit to the Panthers for acknowledging uh, that uh, milestone during last night's game. Now, before we get to uh, tonight's game against the Carolina Hurricanes, let's talk for a moment about Bet Online. They're back and better than ever. They have a new web interface for the start of the basketball season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all basketball, football, uh, the World Series, and hockey this season. Head to their new updated site, sign up today, and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code LOCKEDON. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. That's Bet Online, where the game starts. Again, I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, and we also have the YouTube channel going. Uh, you may have noticed last night, if you're on the YouTube, that I dropped a bonus clip following the game, just a little recap and you can expect more bonus content on there as well when it comes to, yeah, breaking news and, uh, and things like that. Now, the Boston Bruins are back in action tonight. Not too much time to, uh, you know, regroup, recover. Uh, there's going to be an optional morning skate in Carolina at around 11.30, and Bruce Cassidy will be available to the media at around 5.45 to confirm or announce any lineup changes that are to take place. Uh, The Carolina Hurricanes enter this one uh, one point back of the Washington Capitals for first place in the Metropolitan Division. However, uh, by virtue of point percentage and goal differential, they are tops in the Metro. They're a perfect 5-0-0, so the Bruins will have – Another attempt to end a team's undefeated streak to begin the season. And they have a plus 14 goal differential, which is uh, one of the highest in the NHL. It's tied for second with the St. Louis Blues behind only the uh, Florida Panthers, who the Bruins played last night. The Bruins are a level zero when it comes to goal differential. Uh, 15 goals for, 15 goals against. Uh, the defense really needs to tighten up. We know that was a strength of the Bruins last season, or in seasons past anyways, goals against per game. Uh, Right now, when it comes to goals against per game, they are kind of middle of the pack. Three goals per game allowed, three goals for. uh, So that really needs to level off a little bit. uh, That three goals per game, very uncharacteristic of a Bruce Cassidy coached team. Uh, when it comes to who the Hurricanes are to keep an eye on in terms of stats, <clears throat> they're a very deep team offensively. They're led in scoring by Andre Svechnikov. He's got five goals, four assists for nine points through five games. Uh, Sebastian Ajo, very dangerous. Vinen, uh has six points through five games. Uh, they're very deep. Of course, Dougie Hamilton is no longer there, but... Tony D'Angelo was brought in to fill that role. He's got four assists through five games in net. Uh, Frederick Anderson has started all five games for the Carolina Hurricanes. He's posted a record of 5 and 0 with a 946 save percentage. And it will be Jeremy Swayman who will get the call for the Boston Bruins on the back end of the back to back. His first action. Since that game against the Philadelphia Flyers, uh, that really did not go uh, his way. So he'll be looking to uh, to bounce back. And from what we know of Jeremy Swayman, he has that mental fortitude to bounce back. Uh, so I would expect a pretty strong game for him tonight. Although he will definitely be tested by uh, a very loaded Carolina Hurricanes team. Now after tonight, the Bruins will return home to play the Florida Panthers on Saturday. And it was announced yesterday that uh, the Panthers and Bruins will honor former NHL forward Jimmy Hayes prior to that game. Hayes, of course, died on August 23rd at age 31 from what we now know to be a mix of cocaine and fentanyl. Um, He played seven NHL seasons, including two each with the Panthers and the Bruins. Uh, Hayes was acquired from the Panthers by the Bruins a moment of silence will be held before the game and players on each team will wear special jerseys during warmups that read hazy and Broadway that nicknames that he had playing in the NHL. Uh, The jerseys will be available uh, through auction uh, through the Panthers and the Bruins with all funds raised benefiting a charity uh, to be determined by the Hayes family in conjunction with, with both teams. So very cool. Uh, that the Bruins and Panthers are teaming up to do this makes sense uh, since he played for both of those teams. And uh, we continue to think of uh, the Hayes family, Kristen and her boys as they, um, and Jimmy, uh, his brother, his, his parents, uh, everybody involved as they continue to work through uh, that tragic passing. What else is there to talk about? Uh, I should mention, I did get a question yesterday, not really a full mailbag segment today, but uh, the question was Should we expect the Bruins to comfortably uh, advance to the playoffs this season? When you look at uh, where the Bruins stand right now, they're fourth in the Atlantic in terms of point percentage. Uh, they've played five games, they've got six points, a 600 point percentage. Uh, the Panthers remain atop comfortably. Uh, with that 7-0 record, uh, 14 points, plus 18 goal differential. Ahead of uh, the Bruins and below the Panthers, in second and third spot right now are the Red Wings and the Sabres. So you'd expect those two teams to regress a bit. Uh, The Lightning and Maple Leafs are in uh, fifth and sixth at the moment. Uh, and, yeah, neither of those teams looks really strong, despite the, Bru- or, sorry, the Maple Leafs beating uh, the Chicago Blackhawks, which isn't really a feat because the Blackhawks are yet to win a game this season. Uh, so, yeah, if, let's say, four of the teams make it, the Bruins certainly seem to be well in the mix with uh, the Maple Leafs and the Lightning, if not ahead of them, at the moment. Uh, so, I mean, it's even possible that uh, one of those two teams uh, might not make it right now. It will be, uh, kind of, uh, yeah, five Metro teams advancing and three, uh, Atlantic teams. And you'd expect the Bruins to be up in the mix above Buffalo and Detroit at some point as well. Before we get into some news and notes from around the NHL, uh, let me talk about rock auto. This episode is brought to you by rock auto. And with the ever increasing numbers of makes and models, it's almost impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry? You can save time and money by using Rock Auto. It's a family owned business and they've been serving do it yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every customer. And they have everything you could need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Again, that's rockauto.com. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. The huge story in the NHL on Wednesday uh, was the continued fallout from the uh, Chicago Blackhawks sexual assault investigation. The details of the independent investigation were released on Tuesday, and in light of that, uh, Kyle Beach identified himself as one of the victims in the investigation. Uh, He stepped forward he's the player at the center of the investigation into uh, allegations of sexual assault by former video coach brad aldrich Uh, he uh, had a very emotional 25-minute interview with rick westhead of tsn who has done uh, incredible work to bring this story to light Uh, he expressed relief and vindication Uh, he said it was no longer my word against anybody else's adding it was very special and important to him to have the truth come out. Uh, He recalled what happened to him after the abuse by Aldrich, the Blackhawks organization's efforts to cover up the incident, subsequent denials. Uh, He said uh, the Blackhawks said they did an investigation. They said his claims were meritless. Uh, To me, I took that as them saying to the world that I was a liar, that I was lying he singled out the role of then head coach Joel Quenville in the club's handling of the incident. Quenville said in a statement uh, this past summer that he had no prior knowledge of Beach's claims at the time until he heard about it through the media. Uh, But that was proven in the investigation to be uh, false. Uh, Quenville will be meeting with NHL commissioner Gary Bettman here on Thursday. And uh, there was, you know, many eyebrows raised last night as to why Quenville was allowed to coach the Panthers in that game against the Bruins with this uh, hanging over him with his meeting with Gary Bettman pending Uh, definitely a terrible look for the Panthers and the NHL that he was allowed to, to to coach that game. Uh, Beach said he believes everyone in the Blackhawks room knew about the Uh, allegations. He also voiced his disappointment over the NHLPA's lack of action. Uh, He stepped forward now in part because while the report referred to him as John Doe, uh, the details of the report made it possible to figure out his identity, uh, which should have been redacted from the report. Uh, He indicated it was also part of his recovery. As a survivor, he wants to bring about change within the NHL to assure this never- happens again he said quote the nhl has let me down and they've let others down too and they continue to try to protect their name he hopes that through the nhl commissioner gary bettman takes this seriously and that he does his due diligence even after last night's blackhawks maple leafs game uh, patrick kane jonathan taves both came out and said that they weren't aware of it until later Uh, they lauded former general manager, Stan Bowman, as a good person and, uh, you know, just unnecessary and really disappointing of those two players. Um, you know, they're remaining loyal to their um, to their organization, to people who played a big role in their lives and careers, but, uh, you know, heaping praise on them certainly isn't a good look. Former Blackhawks, again, head coach. Current Panthers bench boss Joel Quinville stood by his statement prior to the game against the Bruins that he first learned about the allegations this summer, and he did not meet with the media following the game. Uh, so, again, he's scheduled to meet with Gary Bettman today. Winnipeg Jets general manager Kevin Shevoldayoff will meet with Bettman in New York on Monday. He was Blackhawks' assistant general manager in 2010 and was also named in that report. Um, so, uh, yeah, very, uh, brave and courageous of Kyle beach to come out and identify himself to, uh, want to help create some change around the NHL. You know, he was a first round pick in 2008, never played a single game at the NHL level. And, uh, you know, the reasons for that are are pretty evident at this point. And it's a a tragedy that his career and his life was ruined uh, by this organization. Uh, So we continue to stand by Kyle Beach and uh, thank him for his bravery in, in coming forward. Elsewhere, big news for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, Nikita Kucherov is expected to miss eight to 10 weeks following surgery for a lower body injury. Not sure they'll be able to get away with putting him on the shelf until the uh, playoffs. Uh, but uh, Kucherov again out and will be on LTIR. A couple of players players uh, the other night who used to be part of a Bruins Canadians rivalry, PK Subban received a $5,000 fine for a dangerous trip against uh calgary flames winger milan lucic on tuesday uh, which is kind of uh, humorous to look back and see the rivalry that they had uh, back when they were with their old clubs Uh, finally just another note about uh, the fallout from the blackhawks stan bowman removed as general manager of uh, team usa for the men's olympic hockey team Uh, bill Guerin expected to be named gm and he is under investigation in his own right for a uh, sexual assault investigation involving the Pittsburgh Penguins when he was with that club. So a uh, very curious decision to promote him to that role as well. Anyways, apologies for a bit of a heavy end to the podcast today, but I thought it was important uh, to talk about that, especially with Quenville's role in the uh, the game last night. And uh, yeah, I always like to touch on these kind of bigger hockey stories uh, on the Locked On Boston Ruins podcast because it affects the game as a whole. Uh, I thought uh, Patrice Bergeron, just to end, uh, had a very uh, important uh, response to everything yesterday. Let me just uh, pull up uh, that tweet. I think it was Matt Porter who tweeted it out. Uh, What did Bergeron have to say? Bear with me here. Uh, first of all, Kyle Beach on Joel Quenville said there's absolutely no way that he can deny knowing it. And there's absolutely no way that Stan Bowman would make up a quote like that, referring to Quenville saying that, uh, you know, he prioritized basically uh, winning the cup that year over Kyle Beach's uh, physical and mental well being. Uh, Patrice Bergeron, just to close, said. You have to make sure you handle things the right way and in a timely manner as well. Hockey is one thing, but obviously there's more important things in life, and you have to prioritize those things. Uh, much respect to Patrice Bergeron always for showing character and leadership. And we'll end on that note here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. The Bruins in action tonight against the Carolina Hurricanes. Keep it locked to Locked NHL Bruins on Twitter for all the latest when it comes to lineups. Uh, Please do subscribe to the podcast. If you haven't already, subscribe on YouTube. And we'll be back tomorrow to recap tonight's game on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Take care, friends.